Big D Entertainment, in association with Dipsy Doodle Productions, presents the Dave Holly Hour. Brought to you by TJS Ceramics, Posh Boutique in the Bridges at 57th, The Sky in T, XL Chiropractic, Quality Nails, Jesse Moffat Entertainment, and Sonny's Pizzeria. The Dave Holly Hour features Sioux Empire Arts and Entertainment Conversations. A true lover of arts, entertainment, good food and fun times, including an occasional Jack Daniels. Okay, so a few Jack Daniels. Here he is, Dave Holly. The countdown continues as this is episode 191, just nine more until we have a special 200th episode and a fourth anniversary in October. In just a moment, you'll hear of another special event slash episode. As for today's lineup, coming up in just a few minutes, we hear from Lisa Conlon and Raina Rasmussen of Lyra Dance as their eighth annual show takes place tonight and tomorrow night at Calico Skies. Later in the show, we hear from actor slash comic slash playwright Sarah Manson as she recently won the monthly comedy award. But first, let's pop the cork on this bubbly little show. Time to grab your favorite beverage, lift it high, and toast it to being Thursday, a.k.a. Weekend Eve. Hey, the weekend isn't around the corner, it's here! So long, hump day in your frumpy way. We say hello to Thursdays with opening nights. The weekend is near and we can see the bright lights. Yes, Thursday, you're so hearty. We can't wait for Friday. So a day early, we start the party. What you're toasting with, what you're toasting out of, as in, you know, what the drink's in, uh, <laughs> is probably dependent upon when and where you're listening. But no matter what, the Weekend Eve Toast is to collaboration. You've heard that word brought up on this show several times. You'll hear it again in today's conversations. Sunday afternoon at 3, this podcast teaming up with another great local podcast, Fear Falls, for a live recording of both shows as we collaborate with the mighty Corson Art Players. Located just a short drive north off the I-29 Brandon Corson exit. Fear Falls is written and produced by local actor and playwright Mo Hurley. Here's how it will go. I'll do all the usual things for the first part of the show with the first conversation being with Mo, the actors and MCAP representatives. Then the second half will be Fear Falls in its entirety. Tickets for Mostravaganza are available online and at the door. Join us, be part of both the Dave Holly Hour and Fear Falls this Sunday afternoon at 3 at the MCAP Theater. The Weekend Eve Toast is brought to you by the Sky and Tea. The Sky provides all caps fun. That is best had with friends. So have fun playing darts, shooting pool, have fun listening to great live music from local musicians, or have fun singing at karaoke. And if you need some extra room, you're going to hold a party, or maybe a company party, maybe a benefit, or just want to have a big group together to have fun, in all capital letters. The Sky's back room fits the bill. No matter what's going on at the Sky, it's local and it's lively. Honorable So what took place this week to make Dave smile? Oh, bravo to Broadway and beyond. 
Thank you, Mother Nature, for giving us Sunday night after a cancellation at McKenna Park Sunday afternoon. Kim Bartling produces a wonderful show each summer that includes basically anybody that wants to be in it. Covers a wide range of ages. Oh, great, though, because it had plenty of show tunes, both Broadway show tunes and, as well, movie show tunes. Actually, those would be soundtracks then, wouldn't they? But regardless, the music was fantastic, and there's always plenty of dancing. Well done by everyone that took the time to be a part of a very enjoyable show. And thank you, Kim Bartling, for doing that every year. Later on, we hear from an actor-slash-comic-slash-playwright that knows how to market herself, Sarah Manson. Up next, Lisa Conlon and Raina Rasmussen from Lyra Dance on the Dave Holly Hour. Comedy magician and hypnotist Jesse Moffitt's right. He can't play the piano, but he can sure entertain crowds with his amazing magic and clever quips. His shows always make the participants the stars, especially when they've fallen asleep on stage. Uh, I mean, they've been hypnotized. Are you the party planner in your group? Then you owe it to your group to make the event magical, even if it puts you to sleep. Here's how. For booking information, go to Jesse Moffat Entertainment on Facebook. That's J-E-S-S-E-M-O-F-F-I-T-T. Or call 605-929-0964. Helping women feel empowered and confident is what Posh Boutique at the Bridges at 57th does, while supplying high-quality clothing that fits your lifestyle, personality, and price point. Whether you want comfy and cozy, casual attire, or something for a special occasion, Posh provides quality, selection, and value. They carry sizes extra small to 3X and have something appropriate for any age. Feel empowered and get confident. Posh Boutique at the Bridges at 57th. Check out the new ceramic studio in Sioux Falls. Conveniently located off Kiwanis Avenue on 5th Street, TJS Ceramics. Bisque, studio time, or finished custom items are available. Visit TJS Ceramics Studio in Sioux Falls today. Support the Dave Holly Hour in a very easy way. Buy Dave a cup of coffee by clicking the cup in the lower left corner of www.davehollyhour.com. Welcome back, everybody. Oh, you might as well just say it along with me. You're getting so used to it. It's always a pleasure to talk Sioux Empire Arts and Entertainment. These two ladies have been on before, <laughs> usually at least once a year, sometimes even more when they have other special things, but they're special regardless. It's Lyra Dance Company. We have Lisa Conlon and Raina Rasmussen. Ladies, how are you? We are good. We got our coffee this morning. Yes. Yeah, we're, we're awake for so up. early. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and you need to be awake because eighth season. Wow. You have your white wine cabaret that starts tonight, also tomorrow night, at Calico Skies. And uh, for those that have never been there, Calico Skies in and of itself is pretty cool. But you go to this show... And I'm guessing you're going to keep a little bit of the same format where some of it's inside, some of it's outside, weather permitting? Yes, correct. All right. Wonderful. What's going to be different about this show versus the previous seven then? 
So this year, we kind of have a focus on contemporary styles. Mm -hmm. But that being said, um, we still have contemporary tap, contemporary ballet, contemporary lyrical, contemporary. And we have some really cool, um, really innovative guest choreographers. We always have guest, new guest choreographers on mm -hmm. the program. So this year, we have Thomas Wynn. Okay. Um, who's a longtime standing yeah. member with Lyra. Um, he's award-winning choreographer, amazing choreography. Hannah Nichols from Brookings. Okay. She actually lives in London. Um, she's doing a piece. Um, and then Maddie Ellis Tietze um, is doing a cool Hamilton piece from the Broadway show. And then my daughter, Georgia Conlon, is doing a piece. Um, she just graduated from Chapman University Dance. So we have really cool wow. choreographers. And then Raina and I, we always try and challenge ourselves every year doing new, innovative things. And I don't want to give too much away. I don't want to yeah. give away some stuff. But Raina has some really cool props and set things that she's doing <laughs> that are super fun. And um, I just love it because I love how she's so quirky and um <laughs> And then I kind of stepped out of my box and I'm doing a full company piece with all 24 dancers wow. on stage and then a vid video piece, which Thomas actually, um, our company member, mm -hmm. Thomas Wynn, um, vid videoed it, videographer, and um, Mackenzie Cook is doing a solo to it. So we have video um, dance as well wow. this year. Okay. So that's a new, new yeah, fun thing. That's always great. Uh, yes. So Reyna, it's uh, it's going to be a little difficult for you. Yes. <laughs> Being on the sidelines this year. Uh, I know. Yeah, you I recently know. recently had some medical things that you took care of. Yeah. Uh, so you're still smiling. Yeah, still and, smiling. And, and you always have a great attitude. So <laughs> how are you going to approach tonight and tomorrow night then? I know. I told my husband this morning, I think I'm still dancing, right? And he's <laughs> like, no, Lisa and I have a side conversation that you are not <laughs> dancing and you're going to listen to the doctor's orders. So um, I... Uh, get a walk a bag up on stage. So okay. I will be on stage. <laughs> I'm going to be walking a prop up at one point, and then I'm going to be walking some tape up at another point. So I'm putting myself in no matter what. Oh, good. But there yeah, no, go. I think I, I cried a little bit. Um, I cried a little bit, but this needed to be taken care of. So <laughs> I'm going to be the su biggest supporter and the biggest fan cheering out loud for everybody. So there it'll be, it'll be yeah. kind of cool to be on the other side, but yeah, I'll be a little All sad. Right. So you mentioned yeah. two of the props. Yes. But uh, Lisa said she didn't want to, you know, <laughs> take anything away from any surprises and so forth. <laughs> yeah, I did. Yeah. But uh, are, are there others that you'll talk about right now? Or uh, or are we keeping it all a secret for those to show yeah, up? Yeah, I could say a little bit without giving too much away, maybe. Um, so there's going to be a piece um, where there's some people inside bags. So use your imagination and show up for the show. And then there's going to be a piece where um, there's lots of tape involved <laughs> uh, duct tape <laughs> painters blue oh tape. <laughs> painters blue tape yeah got it all right so I that's like the super idea interesting that, yes it is mm -hmm. uh, imagination is is quite active right now yes. <laughs> now when looking, you can't dance you have to use your head <laughs> that's true <laughs> and lord knows i can't <laughs> uh but uh, in, in terms of uh, the props getting there and so forth you still have the same prop masters Yes, we've got some um, amazing prop masters. Um, the whole team is helping us tonight load out the Marley since I'm not supposed to be lifting. So uh -huh. we've got a really, really amazing cast with some new incredible dancers um, that will make their debut this um, evening. And then um, some dancers who have been with us for eight years. So that's really, really, really cool. Yeah. And, and yeah. how is that uh, when it comes to doing the choreography, uh, comes to producing a show, You've got 24 that you're going to be on stage with then, Lisa. Mm -hmm. And, 
you've got the veterans of the eight years, then you've got the newcomers. What is the blend like when they get together in rehearsals and so forth? Yeah, I think it's super cool because I see a lot of our seasoned dancers helping our new dancers in rehearsals. Um, and they have a lot of wisdom from working with us for eight years. And they have a lot of suggestions, like even um, just working on lifts, um, things that work, things that don't work. Um, and then I think it's always fun. You can always learn from the new dancers, too, because they bring all of their experience and their you know perspective on what they've learned. And that's what's so cool about Lyra, I think. Um, all the dancers come from different backgrounds. So we have some dancers that are classically trained in ballet. Um, we have some dancers that are, um, the hip hop is their thing. Um, we have people that um, just do tap. So we have um, such a wide variety of dancers and they're very strong um, in their field of dance. And, and then we have dancers that can do all styles. So some dancers are in eight or nine pieces. Rain Ooh. and I were just, um, yeah. had a meeting, um, a few days ago and some of our dancers are in eight or nine pieces. And I think we have, um, maybe 15 on the program. So some of them are in quite a bit. <laughs> uh, it takes a lot of, uh, work to get to that point though, doesn't it? Yeah. And, uh, so, You've got newcomers, you've got those that have been there for the, all eight years of this and so forth, but uh, they all put in the same amount of time and effort, don't they, when it comes to rehearsing and getting ready for a show. Uh, and what do you tell somebody that is the newcomer uh, and, and it's time for them to, to meld into the cast and so forth? Uh, what is it, uh, what type of coaching do you give at that point? Yeah, that's a good question. I think um, I get in one per interview. That's yeah. it. One good question. <laughs> I think there's been a couple already. Um, <laughs> you're making us think this morning. Um, I think number one, when we have our audition, so we'll have auditions on Saturday um, mm -hmm. at Ballerina Dance Studio from two to four thirty. When we have our auditions, I think it gets everybody super excited because we'll do like little excerpts of what we're thinking about for next year. So I think already at the audition, people get kind of fired up, and um, and then I think they realize how um evolved lira already is so i think you know when you show up for the auditions like i was talking to my um almost 18 year old daughter like you would you ever audition and i was like just show for the audition because i think the audition is what gets people like oh my gosh this is way more advanced this is mm -hmm. way more professional this is so cool i'm already looking forward to next year because of the ideas of what's going on yeah. so i think they're already excited after the audition and then when the rehearsals start I like some of the new girls, they were texting me like, oh my gosh, this is so innovative. This is so cool. I didn't realize this was out here. I went to one of the shows, but I didn't realize the process. So I think throughout the process, they get excited. They mm -hmm. get um, to know new people in Sioux Falls. They'd, I, they would have never known before. Um, so it's such like a new family um, that's really um, inspiring and cool to meet new people. Yeah, and I'm, I'm glad you yeah. brought up a, a word you said, professional. And, yes. and uh, you know, that's what's so great about uh, all the programs that you have is that, uh, you know, you are professional dancers, professional instructors, and you've got uh, people now that have uh, gone on uh, from Lyra. They're coming back now to be a, a guest choreographer and so forth. Yes. That has to make you, first of all, proud uh, as to, uh, you know, what happens with uh, all of these people. But uh, when you first started Lyra, and you've told the story a few times on this show. Um, did you think it would be to this point? 
You know, that's a really good question. I think, and Lisa can talk about this more too, but um, I don't think we realized how many people we would reach out to. Mm-hmm. I think, um, I think four, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, Lisa, but four of the new dancers came to the show last year and were so inspired that they auditioned. So I think it's really cool because I don't think we realize the caliber of um, people we would reach out to. And also the ages is what's really cool to me, I think. We've got people in their you know, 50s and we've got people that just turned 18. So it's cool because I think everybody's dancing together as one. But there's, but the ages is really, really, really neat, I think. Yeah. I was just hoping the first year, because I moved here from Minneapolis. Right. So I was just hoping we had 10 people come to the show <laughs> yeah. for the audience. I'm like, I didn't know a lot of people. That was a long time ago. Um, you know, but so I was just excited that um, the first year we had such a great audience and such um, community support. And um, I think the first year that we did it, there were other, like now there's so many you know, theater companies and comedy and um, music, right. like little small companies here and there popping up all over, which is so cool to see in the arts community here. Um, but I think we were the first professional dance company. Now there's a couple more right. too, even mm-hmm. with dance. So mm-hmm. it's um, it's fun to see um, everybody supporting each other. And we have like people coming from those companies coming to support us and we always go support them. And mm-hmm. yeah. A lot of collaboration uh, takes place, that's for sure. But, uh, you know, I, I do appreciate the fact that you were mentioning all the different, uh, I don't want to say organizations, but companies uh, that have popped up both in the dance and the theater, uh, all the bands, the street performers and so forth that we have here in our community. It's just great to see that. Uh, but uh, also the venues yeah, you know, think think of the different places that the people are providing art now. Yes, uh, you know, book co-op uh, has a, a variety of things: poetry, comedy, uh, music, and so forth. And uh, it's just so great that not only the venues, but also where you will see art as yes. well. You know, you go to a coffee shop, a local coffee shop. You go to a local restaurant. You're going to see a local artist. Performing, uh, yeah. Yeah, performing yes. or uh, visual arts hanging on the walls and so yes. forth. Yeah, we're, yeah, we're always looking for new spaces. We actually mm-hmm. started at the Museum of Visual Materials mm-hmm. for the first two years. Uh-huh. And then that was such a cool space. Um, and then we moved to the Orpheum and we are on the Orpheum stage. And then during the pandemic, we were outside yeah. in the sculpture <laughs> garden at the pavilion. Which Recall was, that. And, and then, so yeah. then we thought, so many people said, this is our favorite show. We love being outside in the summer. Yeah. So then we were like, okay, where else can we go? And then we um, we had actually looked at Calico Skies our first year, mm-hmm. but then we thought, well, it's a little, it's a little beautiful drive um, yeah. outside of town. So then we thought, well, let's save that, and so that's where we um, have been the last few years. Yeah, and mm-hmm. we and we are also indoor there too, so it's right. kind of nice to have that yeah. um, outdoor indoor in case of weather. We can always move <laughs> everything indoor, but yes. people really liked being outdoor too. Yes, yeah. good, old, good old contingency plans. Yes, exactly. <laughs> right. So what happens if it rains? Well, we just move the the show inside yep. yeah yeah that's yes. what's kind of nice yeah. we yeah. don't have to have the stress of oh no we have to cancel the show and right. refund tickets or you know yeah. whatever yes. all right speaking of tickets uh how much and how do we get them 
Yeah, so tickets are on our website, liradancetheatercompany.com, and theaters with an R-E. And um, I believe our tickets are 35 plus tax. Okay. So, um, and you can get them online, and we also sell them at the door. um, The doors open at 5.30 p.m. um, because there's wood-burning pizza that's Mm. amazing at Calico Skies Mm. Winery. And wine flowing. Uh, It is the white wine cabaret, but if you're a red wine drinker (laughs) like me, there's still red wine available. Um, And so, and then the show starts at 7 p.m. And it's a, it's a good, it's really fun because um, our show flows. So we start outdoors um, and then move indoors. Um, Outdoors, we're in the beautiful patio, garden patio. So you can be eating your pizza outside, drinking Mm -hmm. your wine, um, watching the show. And it feels like you're in Italy. Mm-hmm. Um, when you're looking, I saw the video from last year and it's just a beautiful setting and you're way up on a hill and it, it's just beautiful. You can stroll around, um, and shop our silent auction that we have. Um, uh, I was going to ask if we had another one of those. Yes, yes, we do. And they're super creative. Um, the cast, um, helps us, um, gather different items and they're super creative. And then we get to go into the event room, um, and um, have some um, dances in there. And then we end in the bar. So it's really yeah. fun. Like it's a site specific show. So some of mm-hmm. the pieces um, go with the atmosphere of which room they're in or outdoors. So it's, mm-hmm. it's really mm-hmm. kind of a fun event, I would call it, you know? Yeah. I, I don't want to get uh, too specific, but uh, will the bar numbers be as hot <laughs> as they were last year? <laughs> The bar numbers always are PG-13. <laughs> yes. The show evolves. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Oh, it starts... they've had a few more <laughs> sips of wine. Let's get yes. into the bar yes. now. Yes. And the music is super fun. It's yeah, music, it is. Yeah. yeah it pick, the music picks up and gets really sassy. Yeah. Yes. Yes. <laughs> is that a category of dance? Sassy? Yes. Definitely. <laughs> if not, you yes. should make it one. <laughs> not yes. only do we teach ballet, contemporary jazz, tap, we teach sassy, sassy jazz. I love it. We'll have to go with it from here on out. (laughs) Always great to uh, talk with you ladies. And, uh, you know, you're on yearly to talk about this. Then when you have your other projects that come up, uh, we'd like to have you on to talk about them. Uh, And uh, we're going to talk a little bit uh, with Lisa toward the end here about another program that she has. Awesome. called Rise Up, which yes. is just absolutely amazing. Amazing. Uh, but it's always good because, you know, there's there's new listeners to this program all the time. So let's kind of go back to the background. Uh, Raina, I, I know that, uh, you know, you uh, talked one time, I think the first time we met, about, uh, you know, your, your toes hurting so much because you had an instructor <laughs> that was just pushing you, but you also knew that at the end of it, you were better for it. So give us the dance background. Oh my gosh. Okay. Well, um, I have a lot of energy for those of you who know me. Um, so my mom put me in dance. I'm thinking to probably to get me out of the house (laughs) and get some, burn some of that energy. Um, and I just loved it. She said when I was three, I kept saying, I want to dance. I want to dance, but I don't remember that of course, but I started dance when I was three. I danced all through high school um, I switched studios in seventh grade. My mom felt that I wasn't loving it as much as I, she thought I always did. Mm-hmm. So I took a year off and then I went back eighth grade at a new studio and, um, went back with a bang and never quit. Um, and then went to college to study dance, got my degree in dance with emphases in choreography, teaching and performance. And, um, yes. And then, you know, traveled around dancing for a while, seeing where I want to go, see what I want to do. 
um, lived in Bali for a while, studying Balinese dance. That was an amazing experience. And then when I opened Ballerina um, 23 years ago, how crazy is that? At the age of six. At the age of six. <laughs> seven, I think. <laughs> um, uh so I just, I always knew I wanted to teach dance eventually. I didn't know I wanted to start that early, but yes, I wanted to teach dance because I love children. Yeah. Awesome. So, yes. All right. And Lisa, then what about your background? Uh, I'm from North Dakota. Uh-huh. And so I grew up dancing at um, my dear friend and mentor. Um, we're still friends to this day. Um, unfortunately, she just passed away. Um, but Judy Smith um, had a studio in Grand Forks, North Dakota. So I studied there all the way. And then she had a um, professional dance company. Um, So I danced there in college and went to college as well. So um, we always called Judy's our um, college education for dance. And then um, she always took us places in the summer. So I studied at Royal Winnipeg Ballet, um, LA, and then I got a scholarship and moved to LA for a year and danced out there. and then I ended up in Minneapolis and I danced there professionally for 20 some years and danced there and choreographed and mm-hmm. taught. And then my husband's job took me here to Sioux Falls. Right. Yeah. I recall that part of it, that uh, that's how you ended up down here. Yeah. Uh, and uh, how was it that uh, Lyra came about then? Yeah. I, I, I always, I know that the two, one of you said, hey, you want to put this together? And yeah. I can't remember which one of you it was. Yeah. So, um. When I was here, um, and my husband and I were looking up um, houses to mm-hmm. live, I went and took a dance class, an, an adult jazz, Sassy from Raina. <laughs> and then she said, can, she came up to me afterwards. She's like, can you teach for me? And I said, I still live in Minneapolis. And then she somehow got my number. And then we ended up, I ended up moving here. And so when I, um, we were moving here, I called her and said, would you ever want to start a professional dance company with me? And she said, without a beat, yes. Yeah. And that's how Excellent. it all stopped. Yeah. yeah and uh, now, now you've got a whole bunch of stuff going on. Uh, and uh, we're going to talk about uh, Rise Up as well. Uh, it's an it, absolutely great program. I, I love it. And uh, it's that you give a mentor and a mentee the opportunity to work together and uh, it, it's kind of a interesting um, format to it in the fact that you get them matched up. And then from there, they kind of just work on their own until showtime, don't they? Correct. Yeah. And and what do you enjoy <laughs> about that? Uh, because you, you still kind of have the overseeing eye of the whole program. Yeah. So <clears throat> Maddie Ellis, Titsi, and I, she is also a company member for Lyra and uh, choreographer. Um, I got this idea to... Um, when I was, because I teach all over the city for different organizations, mm-hmm. and I sometimes saw, I felt like students getting um, overlooked or they felt like they weren't important or seen. And I just thought, oh, and not everybody can afford to take a private right. dance lesson or not everybody can afford to. Um, I went for Move to Heal, I taught at some of the after school programs. Not everybody can afford to take dance classes or theater classes. Um, and so, I decided to do this program um, to give people a chance um, and students to um, find their voice um, with the arts. And so Rise Up, what I think is kind of cool about it, it's not just dance, which is what I like to do, but I also like to do theater, but it's all the art forms. So um, this year, um, Lori Walsh is one of our mentors um, with Rain is um, her mentee and Lori's a writer. And um, 
I saw Rain when I was working at DAPA writing in the corner. And so I went over and said, um, you know, are you working on books or poetry? She's like, well, yes, I am. And so then um, ended up um, matching them together because they both love to write books and poetry. Uh And then some of our mentors actually, um, they teach um, out in their field of, of music, theater, dance. So they have a student in mind that they want to be matched, you know, that they want to match with. So, um, and then we do, um, the first year we did it, um, Raina was in it the first year we did it. Um, we, um, had the mentors give us feedback and they all wanted to meet again. We do a meet and greet at McKinnon park. So we actually, now we have a second meetup that we do in August. That's more of a show and tell. So people can show or tell a little, um, bit about their piece coming up for the performance on Sunday, September 10th at All McKinnon right. Park. Oh, and it's free. Yeah, another outdoor. Yes. Another outdoor. Awesome. <laughs> so Excellent. Cool. Uh, look forward to that. It's a, it's such a great thing that not only do we have, you know, dance, we have professional dance, we have instruction, we've got so many varieties, and it's another one of those that another thing just keeps adding up. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the network... Uh, that you've created here in town with dance and all the collaboration. Uh, you know, you both do a choreography for different things. Uh, and uh, mm-hmm. I, I still say that, uh, you know, Drowsy Chaperone at Augie this year was absolutely <laughs> one of my favorite things to see uh, oh. when, a, when a kid comes out on roller skates. <laughs> <laughs> I know. And he hadn't roller skated before, had he? Um, you know what? I don't think so. I don't, I don't think, think so either. I don't think he had. And he's an amazing <laughs> tapper. I loved choreographing yeah. that tap duet yeah. with him. Yeah. Awesome. Awesome stuff. So that's what's great about uh, Lyra and uh, all the extensions, you know, because you have your private uh, things that you do as well. Uh, right now, when it comes to the art of dance, what makes you go, oh, I just have to keep doing this. It, it's me. Yes, that's a really good question, too. Gosh, Dave, you're really making me think this morning. Yeah, I've got three Um, of them in now. (laughs) You know, it's so interesting. I think um, I was just thinking about this um, this weekend because I'm thinking about the pieces that I'm going to do next year. Mm -hmm. And um, I don't know who asked me. Was it my dad yesterday? We were hanging out. But um, he's like, what? do you do how long are you thinking you guys are going to do this and i was like hopefully till we're dead like i mean you know like (laughs) because um i there's something in me that um there's new experiences in life i think um so not being able to dance in this year's show really has gotten me thinking um like of a new experience so um my husband always says, your pieces are so sometimes sad and depressing. (laughs) (laughs) And this year it's really interesting because there's um, a lot of pieces of like hope and restoration for me. I think like the piece rise again with the prop tambourines, the piece rise is about like rising up no matter what. Speaking of rise up, um, it's about (laughs) uh, maybe you want us to perform it and rise up. It's about, it's called rise and it's all about um, keeping hopeful of no matter what's going on, having hope in your life, no matter what. And then um, there's another piece about giving strength to other women when they when they need strength. So it's more of a positive um, empowerment empowerment and restoration of life. And so it's super interesting because I think as people evolve and go through different things in life, I have another story to tell. So I want to tell stories through movement and I want to get it out of me. I think there's something about I want to get it out of me and put it on stage. And then once it's on stage, I feel like 
I'm healed from that experience or something. Mm-hmm. So it's a healing for me wow. as well as movement. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Excellent. Yeah. All right. Well, I, you've both been on before, but uh, before we get to those final two questions, one final plug for tonight and tomorrow night, Calico Skies Winery. Seven o'clock is when the uh, show starts. Doors at 530. Get your pizza, get your wine. <laughs> Tickets available on your website, correct? Correct. And give us that address one more time. LiraDanceTheaterCompany.com. And theater with an R-E. All right. Here we go, then. Uh, who wants to go first? I will. All right. Lisa, then. Okay, so when you are not part of the arts and entertainment scene, what do you like to be entertained by? You know, um, you asked this question last year, and I actually um, was going to a lot of music, and I hadn't seen a lot of comedy. And so Mm -hmm. this year, my husband and I went to the comedy improv nights that they have. Improv Falls. Yes, Improv Falls. Um, We went twice, and it is hilarious. And it's at Icon Lounge, and we Mm -hmm. got to see it both in the restaurant, and then they did it in the side room. Right. Um, and it was so much fun. And it was, of course, in the winter where you don't want to go out of your house. But I'm so glad we did. And so um, this year, I really embraced the comedy that Sioux Falls has to offer. Awesome. And then next year, I'm looking forward to doing more music again. Ah, I like that. Balancing everything. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right. So besides everything that you are already involved in, any other hobbies? Yes, I love to bike and hike and um and then of course i cross train with yoga and pilates but Mm -hmm. i'm my daughter and i are going on a bike ride next fall we are training for that so up in itasca state park in minnesota oh wow yeah there's it's called headwaters 100 Uh yeah so we're training for that oh incredible yeah best of luck on that thank you all right reda when you're not part of the arts and entertainment scene what do you like to be entertained by um, so I do love music so much. So I love live music and anything music and I love outdoors. So, um, uh, lately, well, and I love, like Lisa, I love to hike and bike and be outdoors. Mm-hmm. It's really interesting how, um, dancers are, a lot of people think we're very girly and, um, <laughs> like see us as like tutus, makeup, like buns and people, um, forget that we're actually really earthy Yeah, because it's and very um, athletic and very athletic. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, I had a love-hate relationship with yoga for about 44 years. <laughs> and um, and um, just in the last two years, I've been forcing myself to go to yoga and learn how to love it um, and find it as something different than dance because all my children are now in school. And so all of a sudden I had this free time and I'm like, what am I going to do besides the stuff that I'm doing? What am I going to do with myself? So I have been forcing myself to go learn and love yoga. I don't want to teach it, but I've been trying mm-hmm. to embrace it. So I have found a new love with yoga and um, I'm really enjoying it. And it's oh. next door to Valerena. So <laughs> I, I have no works excuses. Out. Yes. That works yes. Out great. Yes. Any other hobbies besides that then? I love hiking. Um yeah. My And then the last two years, my husband and I started doing Spartan races. Um, so this last year, we did a Spartan race on my birthday, and it was a 10-mile Spartan race in the rain. Um, it was intense, um, but I have found a new passion for it. It's an accomplishment, and um, it it's, um, takes a lot of mind over matter. 
And so, um, yes, next year we're going to do another one in California. So, oh my, yeah, I got to get, yep, got to do you, my yoga then. You yeah. kids, I tell you, you all, kids. Your, all your travels and everything. <laughs> <laughs> oh my, it's always a great time when the two of you uh, show up, and it's great. I think this is the first time for both of you to be in the uh, Dipsy Doodle Production Studio, though, isn't it? I love it. it? Yes, ah, I love this awesome. place. It's awesome. Yeah, it, it's a fun little place, and it makes great things happen because of great conversations with people like you. So Lisa Conlon, Raina Rasmussen from Lyra Dance. Again, show tonight and tomorrow night at Calico's Guys. Thank you both so much. Appreciate your time. Thank, Thank you. you so much, Dave. And we'll be back with more of the Dave Holly Hour in just a moment. Check out the new ceramic studio in Sioux Falls, conveniently located off Kiwanis Avenue on 5th Street. TJS Ceramics. We have thousands of classic vintage ceramic mold items and several new items too. TJS Ceramics offers classes through the Sioux Falls Community Education Program and special open studio nights every Thursday evening. Bisque, studio time, or finished custom items are available. Visit TJS Ceramics Studio in Sioux Falls today. Dr. Perry Langston and Dr. Corey Tooney know excellence is in you. That's why they provide you with excellent care at XL Chiropractic, improving your overall health in spirit, body, mind, and will. Get results the natural way. Arrange a consultation, 605-332-9235 or xlchiros.com. Excellent care for excellent people. XL Chiropractic, located at 4309 South Racket Drive in Sioux Falls. The Dave Holly Hour, like eavesdropping on a great conversation between two very interesting people. Welcome back, everybody. Oh, ho, 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 yes. You are so used to it by now that you can say it along. Let's repeat after Dave. It's always a pleasure to talk Sioux Empire Arts and Entertainment. There, we got it. And boy, we are all over the place, you know. Uh, we've had actors, actresses, directors. We've had executive directors. We've had musicians, magicians. We have have poetry. We have authors. We have visual arts, photographers, and, of course, one of our favorites, comics. But for the first time on the show and into the Dipsy Doodle Productions studios, Sarah Manson, how are you? I'm so great today, Dave. How are you? If I were any better, I'd be twins. <laughs> you know, back when I weighed 420 pounds, most people thought I was. It's like, yeah, we split that guy in half. Ooh, wow, that's large. <laughs> I never realized the Larry Brinkman Memorial Award was this large. He is magnificent, isn't he? Yes, he yeah, is. Yeah, I brought him into the studio uh, for his first, yep. this is his big press junket here. Yes, because uh, <laughs> this is what uh, Boss's Comedy Club gives out to the best comic. They do, and yeah. And it rotates how often? Once a month? Yes, it's, okay. it's once a month, and then at the end of the year, those 12 comics will compete for oh, the Comedian yeah. of the Year. Excellent. Yes. Yeah, so. And uh, was, was Larry a baseball player? <laughs> no, I don't think so. He was a he was a, a, a veteran, and I I did not ever have the pleasure of meeting him. But I've heard uh, from others. I've been doing quite a few funny pictures with Larry, taking him places right. and doing fun things. And somebody posted that they their favorite thing about it was imagining I was doing all those things with a seventy eight year old veteran. 
So we were. <laughs> yeah. There's your next bit. Yeah. yeah. We, were, we were floating in yeah. the pool and putting him in silly costumes. And he said it brought him great joy to imagine. Larry I can doing imagine that. so. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, so, congratulations on winning that Thank recently. Thank you very much. It's fantastic. And uh, yeah. I tell you, you know, uh, it wasn't all that long. What's been three years, maybe, that we've known each other? Probably. Yeah, yeah that sounds I think right. About right. Right about the time that the bosses was uh, making the move to tea. Mm-hmm. And uh, so we've known each other about that long. And just all of a sudden, out of nowhere, here is Sarah Manson. <laughs> uh, and she's acting. She's doing comedy. Yes. She's just uh, all over the place. She's winning awards. Yes. Yeah. What brought it all together? You know what? It's It, it was just time. Um, you know, COVID really got me in a place where, you know, people either decided they were going to give up on life and be depressed or they were mm-hmm. going to try new things and go out there. And I just want everyone to know it's it's never too late to start a new thing. And you and said, give me the adventure. I did. I said, yeah. give me the adventure. Um, I started doing, you know, a lot of wellness stuff. So I started exercising mm-hmm. and and then I really got into um you know, wanting to do more in the arts. And my I my very good friend, Melissa Prostralo, I love her so much. And she sent me a thing uh, that said, you know, hey, you've been talking about acting. There's auditions out in Corson for uh-huh. this Christmas play. And I said, oh, cool. So we're going to do it together. And she was like, whoa, 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 wait, no, what? <laughs> <laughs> and uh, so we went together and we both got cast uh-huh. uh, in some Christmas plays. And it was just a blast. I found it, they were just so supportive. Uh, the the theater community for me that I just was like you know this is this is for me I love it I started acting um, mm-hmm. I was in a couple Christmas plays out there then I was also in the premiere premieres which yes. you were in as well that I was yes uh, that was really cool to get to see you so often likewise but, yeah and then they kind of um, plays kind of take a break in the summertime yeah uh, there's not a lot of theater there for a while and I said you know I've always wanted to do comedy. So let's move on to that. Let's give it a shot. And so I started doing comedy. Um, it was in March. And then and, and here you are, an award winner here already. I am, an award winner. At oh. the end of July. Yep. <laughs> Not long did it take you to be a top. Yeah. But uh, it's, it's fantastic to see. And uh, so what was it you said you always wanted to do comedy? I did. What about comedy was it that you said, you know, I got to try this at some point in my life? You know, it's, I've always thought that I'm very funny I'm, mm-hmm. and I've, you know, my friends all agree on that, but we're, we're all a bunch, we're a witty bunch. Uh, but I think it takes, it, you know, the difference between me and other people is I'm not scared to get up on stage and do it. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I know so many friends who are just as funny as me, but they don't, you know, they don't, they're too scared to get on stage right. and, and do it in front of people. And that's, that's the difference. You've just got to, you've got to get rid of the fear, you know, the, the, the more you, you're afraid to do something, the more you should probably do it because yeah. that's the only way to there, get over yeah, it. Yeah, there's a drive for it, and then you have to get up on stage, and then once you hear that first laugh, you're yeah, hooked. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Just like that with theater, once you hear that applause. Uh, Very true. It, you know, there was certainly the first time I went out on stage, there was that moment where I went, am I going to get terrified? You know, that first time you get out there and you have to say a line in front of an audience. And I thought, is this, you know, I was trying not to look at their faces. I was looking up, I was looking anywhere, but at the audience. And then as soon as I looked at the audience, I was like, so much more confident. I was like, no, these every, you can just feel an audience wanting you to succeed. You know, they want, they want it for you. They want, you know, they have something inside of them that feels probably that they wish they were up on stage too but those people they don't 
want to see you fail. They want to see you succeed. They want to laugh for you. They want to be happy. Yeah, that's very true. And uh, I always equated a, a friend of mine uh, from years back uh, when I was doing improv mm-hmm. comedy, uh, our first paid gig that we were going to get uh, for a private show. Yeah. Uh, before we went out, he said, remember, 95% of the people in this audience don't have the gumption, although we use different words, to uh, be, at, <laughs> be, be in front of an audience so yeah. they're going to love you regardless. Mm-hmm. And I, I keep that in mind every time that uh, I'm in some sort of performance or uh, have to announce something somewhere. It's like, you know, uh, and if you do screw up, guess what? Within 24 hours, they're going to forget about it. Exactly. Yeah. So, exactly. you know, just go for it. Do it. And be yourself while you do it, too. Yes. All right. So being yourself, then, who is Sarah Manson? What's what's yourself? What is me? Oh, my gosh. I am... I'm so just excited to do everything in life. You know, I, mm-hmm. I, um, I like to do a lot of positive thinking stuff. Uh, I love to, to support my friends and go out and I, I'm very big into concerts. That's kind of my whole life. Well, you're kind of like a world traveler when it comes to that. I am a world traveler. Yeah. yeah. I travel all over the world to follow bands on tour and, you know, while, while doing that, um, I've really become kind of close friends with a lot of those bands. Mm-hmm. So I, you know, I followed the Struts is the big one. I followed them to Europe a few times and now I just kind of hang out with them and do stuff. I actually, <laughs> um, I wrote a play about it. Uh, so that's something is I know. Is that one that was submitted for the... Uh... It was, yes. Okay. I just got an email as I was walking out the door. I like, we, we got your submission because I, I submitted it and then I was kind of worried. I was like, <laughs> I didn't hear anything back for a long time. I was like, did you get that? And they were like, we got it. We're reading it. We'll let you know. But it's it's called, uh, could have been me. And it's, it's, a, it's called a rock and roll inspiration. It's okay. about my journey with the Struts and hearing one of their songs six years ago and how it really changed my whole life. And I... Uh, I got weight loss surgery. I lost uh, 115 pounds. Good for you. Thank you. Yeah. I you were talking about your weight loss as yeah. well, and it's it's very inspiring to you know to go through that and and really become a different person afterwards. And I I feel like that was always in me. the The performer was always in me. Mm-hmm. I was just you know I needed I needed to feel confident right. enough yeah, to let it out. Yeah, self confidence is a huge thing, and it can come from so many different things. Yes, uh, and weight loss is definitely one of them mm-hmm. uh, because, as you say, uh, you become a new you. Uh, you know, because first of all, you got to go out and get new clothes, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and and you're finally to that point of. Hey, I can wear that. That's really cool. <laughs> and and you, it starts to spark everything else. Uh, and you're feeling better overall. And, right. uh, you know, when you get some uh, good feeling about uh, the bod, yeah. uh, then the good stuff in the mind starts to to come along, too. Yes. I, I did the opposite, which was I kept every single piece of my clothing from when I was skinny 20 years ago. So wow. I I know every one of those pieces of clothing was my goal things, you know, and I was going to get uh-huh. back into it. And I had one very special outfit. And I, I when I got into this positive thinking and manifestation, I hung that picture up on my fridge. Uh-huh. And so every day, every time I opened that fridge, every time I walked past it, I saw a picture of me in that outfit. And I, you know, if I knew if I believed in it enough, eventually I would fit back into it. And I do. And I, I wore that uh, when I did a, a comedy thing at Bosses one day. And it's a it's a like a purple leather outfit with a long jacket. I think it's my Ric Flair outfit. <laughs> <laughs> and, and what about boots? Oh, Because you seem to have a flair for the boots. I have a hundred pairs of shoes. 
I Woo! might. It's not a problem, Dave. It's not a problem. Oh, good. To know. <laughs> <laughs> I, so what to get Sarah for Christmas? Yeah, uh, yeah. Shoes. I know. <laughs> I'm waiting on a pair right now. That I'm just. I every day, you know, you wait and you look outside. You go, are they here yet? Are they here yet? Do I have four other pairs almost identical? Yes, but these are special. <laughs> right. And if you're, uh, you know, we have a a uh, mutual friend comic, yes. Nathan Holtz. Oh, sure. Yeah. That loves his sneakers. Oh, gosh, he does. Yeah. I just saw him at Four Winds and he had the most magnificent sneakers on. I love him. Yes. He's, his sense of fashion is tip top. That it is. Love that guy. And he also had a nice weight loss, too. So, That's I mean, right. look at us. I'm oh, really, my goodness. I'm so proud of us, Dave. Yes. <laughs> the trifecta of taking off the tonnage. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> and, and then we're, you know, Nate and I, we're doing comedy. You've got a radio show, yep. all the entertainment. We're, we're doing really well. Yes, we are. Yeah. There's no doubt about that. <laughs> and it's great to have you here for the yes. first time. And I say first time because, you know, I kind of uh, anticipate more down the road. I love that. Yeah, but you were one of those that uh, you, uh, I, I don't know if you knew the rule or not. I don't know what the rule is. Well, it's not a hard, fast, written rule by any means. But, um, you know, I, I try well, okay, let's go back to the beginning, Okay. which is almost four years ago now. Fourth anniversary will be on October 10th this year. Okay. And the 200th show will probably come out either right before it or right after, I think. Oh. Yeah, so good stuff. Uh -huh. Good stuff, right? But uh, before I started the show, I had written down a good 50, I think probably about 75 different names of who I wanted to have on the show. Okay. And so I started there, and uh, I, I got some, and it's like, okay, this is going well. Oh, hey, boy, did you see that one actor or actress in that show? She's fantastic. He's fantastic. Oh, man, I got to talk to them. Mm -hmm. uh, and then you start going around, and, uh, you know, I, I always like to kid my friend Ruben Rodriguez um, because went to our wine bar, and here's this trio playing, and, and here's... This guy just smiling like crazy, plunking away on his bass. The next week we go, it's a different trio, but here's this same guy smiling and plunking away on his bass. <laughs> Third week we go, it's finally the Ruben Rodriguez trio. It's like, <laughs> I got to talk to this guy. Yeah. Uh, and just to have a, a blast with him in terms of a friendship besides uh, having him on. But, you know, he knows one of the secrets, first of all, that... Uh, in order to keep coming back, you bring food because, uh, ah, yes. you know, and he brought this huge bag of tacos and my wife loves Mexican. And I said, uh, you know, you're going to be Carrie's best friend now. He says, I'm a Rodriguez. I know how to do tacos. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> so, you know, here's all these people that still have never been on in four years that I have on a list yet. But it's because I see other people. I learn about other things going on in right. the arts and entertainment world around here. And then. If somebody wants to be on again and they they email me or get in touch with me somehow mm -hmm. and uh, they say, hey, I want to be on again. I got this coming up. Sure. Automatic. As is the person like Sarah Manson that all of a sudden says, I've kind of been wanting to, but I didn't want to broach the subject until I had something. Yeah. And now I've got the Larry Brinkman Award and I've got four shows coming up. <laughs> 
I do. I know. I always I feel like it's such an honor to be on your show. And and I know so many people who have. So I've always been like, you know, people say, well, just ask him if you want to be on. Yeah. And I said, well, I feel like I need I need a reason. You know, I feel like I feel like I, I feel like I need to earn it in my heart. I feel like I need to earn being on the show. <laughs> well, you did. Yeah. And I won the award and I went, Okay, I think it's time I could ask. And right. I, well, I have... you know, even as far back as when we were in premiere premieres together, yeah. uh, it's like, okay, you know, she's got some chops. This is cool. So we'll yeah. have her on sometime. But like I said, you know, then there's other people. It's like, okay, got to talk to Amy Gage. Got to do this and so yes. forth. Yes. You know, she, and then it's oh, like you incredible. just start. Yeah, she's a great lady. I love her. Oh, absolutely incredibly talented and soft-hearted. Yes. Oh, my gosh. But yet so still cool. strong. Yes. Yeah. God, she's an incredible actress, too. Yes. And uh, so we've had her on, and uh, it's like, okay, you know, eventually we're going to get there. Mm -hmm. And finally, yes. here's Sarah Manson. Here I am. Yes. I mean, and in such a short amount of time, uh, and you're kind of your own publicist, and you, you do it Big very, time. very well. Thank you. Yeah. I, I'm a old school promoter kind of person from mm -hmm. back in the day. I, I just spent the weekend at Four Winds with, you know, I knew someone in every single band that played there, I think, you know, and it was such a reunion. Because well, if you knew Zach Dress, you, he was in probably 20 of them. He was. He was in <laughs> half of the bands that were there. I know. Day one, I brought this little neck fan with like a battery powered neck fan and he went on stage. He got off and I put it around his neck and I said, this is for you. And oh. he was just like, oh. it's funny because you'll see his pictures posted of him throughout the weekend wearing that. And I was like... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he, so, he's, yeah. He, he perspires on occasion, he does. we'll say. I yeah. get it. I yeah. get it. It's yeah. hot. Oh, true. But I used to, you know, book bands, promote bands, book tours for them, did their press kits and all of that stuff. And, and I guess, like I was saying, you know, during the COVID thing, I was mm -hmm. like, you know, it's time. It's time I do this for me. Why am I... Right. You know, my other my other job is I do artist hospitality, so I take care of celebrities. Oh, um, yeah, out of the district, right? Uh, yeah, district, yeah. pavilion, the fair. Oh, I've got know, a busy week coming up this week with the fair. Yeah, two years ago, uh, I was in charge of Tab Benoit's writer. Ah, uh, yeah. You have a very cool job in hospitality. Yeah. <laughs> when it comes to artists, because... Uh, they will throw different things at you like you can't believe. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. And, and it was ironic that the first thing I thought, oh, this is going to be tough to get, was his cognac. I go to Hy-Vee, right there on the shelf. Here you go. Yeah. <laughs> and it was his bottled water. The hardest to find. The hardest thing to find. Yeah. What they want. Ozark, bottled water. Yep. Yeah. So it's it's interesting what that. you go through. It is. It's yeah. sometimes ridiculous and sometimes <laughs> wonderful. But you know, it's it's usually worth it. It's usually you know they're the, all of them are just delights to work with, but not always they're to our managers. <laughs> <laughs> so go back to the beginning of where it was that you wanted to start doing that, and be, before it became the personal, I want to get up on stage and so forth. Sure. How how did you get into it, and uh, what were you studying at the time that said? Hmm. Artist hospitality, you mean? Yeah. Sure. Um, it's something I've always wanted to do. Yeah. Uh, and I was working at the Washington Pavilion at the time, and I, I really thought, you know, this is the fanciest venue in town. Why are we not doing this for our artists mm. that are coming in here? Like, you know, that's going to set us apart from other cities and other places and get people to come back as if we take really good care of them. And I was... 
I am very motivated and I get an idea in my head and I might obsess about it a little bit because I am not kidding. I was ready with like a PowerPoint presentation to go to the head of the Washington Pavilion to convince them that we needed to do this and they needed to create a position for me. Uh, and as I was talking to some of my coworkers about it, they said, oh, that's not who you need to talk to, though. You need to talk to Regina. Right. And so I went to Gina and I, I, I basically started the pitch for her of like, this is what I want to do. And very quickly she said, OK. <laughs> and I went, what? <laughs> and she went, no, you're right. You, you should do this. And I went. Okay. <laughs> and, and I went out and I was, you know, making these big binders of, you know, hospitality things and, you know, all the things artists might want to know. Where is the nearest hospital right. and where is the nearest foods and all these different things. And I put all this together and she let me start doing this job. And, and it was funny because after the first couple I worked, she was like, wow, you know, this is, you're incredible. And, and she said, just so you know, we call you the hospitality hottie. <laughs> <laughs> Was the greatest honor <laughs> I had ever had. <laughs> oh my gosh! And, and I'm guessing Regina was wearing purple the day that uh, she talked to you. That's right. Yeah. I mean, we're we're best friends because of that. <laughs> we're both purple. Uh, so then I started doing that for them, and uh, from that I started to get in with Pepper Entertainment, who does a lot of brings in mm -hmm. a lot of those shows to the Pavilion, and they also uh, so through getting in with Pepper Entertainment and doing it for them. Uh, I started doing the district and I do now all of the district's shows. Uh, and then also Pepper Entertainment, Jared from Pepper's just wonderful. He uh, got me in with the fair. So this is my first year wow. uh, for I'll be doing all the fair shows. Ooh. Yep. And then, you know, when Pepper has shows that say the downtown block party or the, the Pentagon or things like that, I do all those for him, too. Oh, wow. Mm -hmm. You are busy then. I am. Between that and your newfound. <laughs> Yes. Love of being on stage. Yes. Instead of promoting all the people that go on stage. I know. I decided yeah. to do it for me. And it, like I say, I've been doing it for a long time. Why am I not using all that? <laughs> all of that <laughs> all energy. Right. So let me ask you, strangest request you've ever had in that position then? Sure. My weirdest and favorite uh, was Air Supply, who I have loved my whole life. And they're they were one of the earlier ones I did. Mm -hmm. And the two of them, uh, each one has their dressing room set up very different. And one has a like a spring fall bouquet of flowers. And the other one has like a like a winter bouquet of flowers. And it said in the rider, they don't have to be elaborate, but just know it's what we're going to judge your venue on is <laughs> is the quality of these bouquets in our rooms. And I was like terrified. Oh, wow. So, I mean, I went out and I used, I, they basically just give me a certain amount of money that's my budget, right? right? To buy everything on the rider and everything else. Well, I made sure to get really nice bouquets, right? Because I was really scared about it. And I love these guys. They were such an influence on me in my youth. And my mom was at that concert and she, she and I were, you know, huge Air Supply fans. And they were so nice. And they insisted on meeting my mother and I said, I'm not allowed to do that. You know, uh -huh. like, and they, no, we insist we've got to meet your mom. You've got to bring her back here. We've got to meet your mom. And I was like, Oh, we'll see what I could do. Anyway, they, they did meet my mother and, and she was, Excellent. we took a picture and it was in the Christmas oh, card. My. And then at the end of the night, they gave me the big bouquet of flowers with this oh. personalized card. And it like, it's a card with them on the front, which uh -huh. is funny, right? Cause they walk around with just their own 
blank cards and they wrote this beautiful note and it's Sarah, you're amazing. We love you, blah, 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 you know, and air supply. And during the show, they even gave me a shout out. They oh, were like, sweet. Yeah. My mom, they were like, Sarah, where are you? She's absolutely amazing. Her mom's here. Stand up, Sarah. And like the crowd <laughs> cheered and my mom was like, Oh my God, <laughs> that's my girl. It was, <laughs> it was so beautiful. So it was a terrible writer thing and I was so scared, but it turned out to be gorgeous and I got to keep the flowers. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So then what yeah. is, if, if if you're in a big time situation, yeah, what's on your rider? Oh, on my rider, you know what? Because I do this, I would never put anything stupid on my rider. <laughs> <laughs> Not the all green M and M's. That's thing. right. Yeah. I want whatever spring water you have at your. Yeah. Yeah, give me the V brand. I'm not even picky. Just give me the V brand of that. It would be very simple things. Probably some peanut butter and like wheat bread and <laughs> maybe some candy we'll stay after the show <laughs> i would keep it very simple that's for sure well that's good i know yeah. and because of air supply i might be like throw some flowers, flowers in there just for kicks just for kicks <laughs> <laughs> all right so tell us about your style of comedy then i'm a storyteller okay um i, I be, and i I think my thing says she'll entertain you with their stories about rock stars, mm -hmm. which is definitely my kind of comedy. And I, I didn't really, it's just what I think is funny. And I have stories and, and my comedy is a bit tricky because I need to know exactly how long I'm going on stage. Most comics get up and they go, how long do I have? And they right. go seven minutes and they go, okay. And they just keep telling jokes until seven minutes is up. Right. But my stories are stories right. so i need to so know they can be a little lengthy i right but i if i have five minutes i practice a five minute bit for two days mm -hmm. and i go in and i've only got five <laughs> so, <laughs> or if you give me seven i've got seven but i need to do i need to know that so mine mine is storytelling it's a lot about um you know just funny celebrity things mm -hmm. i i am i would consider myself a blue collar comic i did write my first clean piece for, for the, that I won the award with. So I'm working on go. more. Yeah. yeah, I'm working on more. All right. And uh, so you've obviously been in the open mics. You, you've won yes. this. Uh, where are you in, in terms of, uh, you know, you've done some opening? Yes. Feature? Yes. Have you headlined? I have not headlined yet. Haven't headlined yet. Nope. So um, we're even on that deal. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> but I self, I, I sometimes produce my own show. So yeah, no, I would never do that. That's a little pat on Dave's back. His own hands. You're incredible, Dave. Uh, <laughs> you deserve uh, all of the, uh, all well, of the pats on the back. I appreciate that. <laughs> yes. Um, I, I do open mics. Gosh, when I started doing this, I thought in my head, you know, I wanted to do one open mic a week. Mm -hmm. And then when I got into it, I kind of quickly realized most of the comics do like two or three a week. Right. And I was like, holy cow, like that's that's kind of hard for me, you know, but I get it. Like I get why they do that. And it's it's to go up on stage. The more you do it, the less, you right. know, the more you're just used to it, it rolls off your tongue. You're not you're not intimidated. Um, I, uh, something people should keep in mind is do it at different places. That's True. a big deal because I started at Bosses. That's where I kind of began my journey. And the crowd there is very different than the crowd at Club David mm -hmm. or, or even Luckies. or Luckies. Yeah. Right. So, I mean, they can do, if you're going to do three a week, try the same piece at three exactly. different venues. Yes. Because I, the, one of the things that uh, bothers me about uh, our, our local comedy scene is sometimes, uh, first of all, there's this whole, well, can't tell that joke again. It's like, why not? Right. Uh, just because these people didn't laugh at it out loud, first of all, doesn't mean they didn't get a kick out of it. Right. 
but you know, the next crowd you go to, they might just fall on the floor, yes. every one of them, with yes. laughter. So, yeah, I appreciate you saying that. Yeah, it's it's important to, that that's one of the things when you because you know the, I, I talk to a lot of people who are also trying to start out in comedy, mm-hmm. and they just go to one place. You know, they they started right. at Lucky's, they only go to Lucky's. Um, you know, and I also kind of started at Lucky's, but then I started going to bosses, and I'm like, oh, okay, this is different. This is a different crowd. And then the first time I went to David bits that I were not landing in other places, they went gangbusters at David, uh-huh. which surprised me because uh, when I went into David, somebody said, this is what they call a captive crowd. Like they're, they're not expecting comedy. You know, this is an open mic at a bar where people want to go to drink. Mm-hmm. So sometimes they talk over you. They're loud. They don't right. care that there's comedy. They might even be a little annoyed that there's comedy there. And that's, that's something you have to learn how to get over and learn how to get through that. So I went in the room. Yeah. I went in a little bit scared, like, okay, this is going to be a new experience. And it was the opposite of that for me. The people who were at the bar, I, I might've been doing some dick jokes. Okay. But (laughs) I'm just saying I was at David and the people at the bar stopped drinking, started whooping and hollering. And they were like, came over and were cheering for me. And I was like, all right, like this is, and and I have uh, another friend who I, I was saying the other day to I I'm hosting the boss's mic. I said, mm-hmm. come, come. Cause he says, Oh, I only do one a week. And I said, well, come to bosses. I'm hosting it. And he goes, no, this is a David set. I have to try it at David. And I was like, I get that. Right. I get that. This is a set you, you have to. And, and once it went over well at David, he started doing it at other places, but I get that you want to see you, you can write a set for a venue, you know, True. for just like maybe you're doing a convention and you write something for that. Yeah. You got to try it out first somewhere and then see if it goes over well. Well, things are going very well for you. There's no doubt about that. Mm -hmm. Uh, We always like to end with uh, two questions. Sometimes answer to number one means we don't need to have the follow up. But when you're not part of the arts and entertainment scene, what do you like to be entertained by? Boy, music. I I just go to concerts. I I work at concerts but i attend them when i'm not getting mm-hmm. paid to be there <laughs> i think last year i went to like oh my gosh 75 concerts did you beat zach <laughs> what about zach i said did you beat zach you know because oh. I, I think he might go to 75 a week i you know <laughs> it, it's possible i i imagine it when it started i, I, I was bet like it would be very close between you two you think yeah see what he needs is to get a job where he gets paid to be there because that's True. that's the trick <laughs> see yeah. once it, when i'm just when i'm paying all out of pocket to go to concerts it you have to have a job that supports that now when you get paid to be at concerts now you're talking and <laughs> you got it licked excellent yeah. all right so then the follow-up is yeah any other hobbies any other hobbies gosh uh, like I say, I, I go to concerts, I do comedy, I do theater and acting. I'm in a dinner theater as well. So that's, uh, I do the dinner, detective one. Yeah. Dinner okay. detective. I yeah. do that. So, um, gosh, besides that, I make, I make clothing. Sometimes I make fun things. Uh, I made Luke Spiller's hat from the struts. Uh-huh. I bedazzled it. I've been known to bedazzle some clothing for myself. Um, <laughs> I hate it, but <laughs> I dream it and then I have to make it, <laughs> even if it even if it's hard and I don't know how to do it. <laughs> I do that. Well, I, I need a couple of hat bands. A hat bands? Yeah, a couple okay. of them. Yeah. Oh, I uh, like that you say bands, not the whole hat. Because no, 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 not the whole. Because okay. I, I I ordered a Leonard Skinner hat. <gasps> Love it. Yeah? Looks great. Uh, but the hat band that came with it was glorified in the picture of it. Oh, yeah. So it's like okay, this thing's just. 
plastic, throw it off. Mm, yeah. ooh, I could yeah. help so you with a hat so band. So there's one. I, I think I've got three hats right now that need something. Yes. Okay. I, a hat band sounds way easier than doing yeah, the whole doing hat. The whole I've, hat. Made, I've made, I've rhinestoned. <laughs> I just did 10,000 rhinestones on a hat for Luke Whoa. Spiller. Oh my gosh. It was exhausting. Wow. That <laughs> I know. would be. And it's the third hat I've made him. <laughs> <laughs> Does he keep upping the ante on the rhinestones each time? Well, you know, the first time he wore it for like three years every single night. And I was, it was such a big deal that I went, okay, this time I'm going to do even finer detail. You know, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm really going to do tiny, t- I ordered the machine. I did the tiny detail. I put ears on. It was a whole thing. And yeah, 10,000 rhinestones. It took me like two months to do. Oof. It was exhausting, but it's. It's magnificent. (laughs) Magnificent Manson. Oh, I love that. I love that. Uh, Sarah Manson, thank you so much. Uh, Congratulations on everything that's going so well for you. Yeah. Uh, And uh, so tell us about the shows coming up quickly. Sure. Yeah. I have a show tomorrow at La Carreta. Mm -hmm. I'm opening. I'm featuring for Preston Williams. Jen MC is host or she's yeah, she's hosting it. Uh She and I are going to dress up like Barbies. So I don't think you'll want to miss that. Well, I Uh, I don't think that uh, Preston could do Ken, though, not with that hair. Oh, I I hear he's got a suit collection that, you know, we don't even know about. I know. I know. I'm excited. Then I am uh, hosting Bosses Open Mic uh, the next day on Wednesday, and that's at the Minnesota Avenue location. On the 13th, I will be uh, at Rest Fest, my first comedy festival I've ever done. That's in Missouri, though, so not oh, sure. Yeah, y'all... That's a bit of a drive. I know. That's, it's a bit of a drive. And then, uh, let's see, at the end of the month, I also have, uh, let's see here. Oh, a, a show on the 25th at Full Circle. Oh, wonderful. Uh, yeah. Irene Dangles is putting on her first show, and I am hosting it. Wonderful. Yeah. I'm looking at my calendar, and I don't see anything on that date yet. Oh, well. A possibility. You could, could there. come. Oh, my gosh. Yes. That would be amazing. Yeah, I intend to bring Larry to as many things as possible. There you go. I'm on, gonna the, sh- on your press job. Yeah, he's yeah. Gonna, I'm going to show Larry his best life, so he doesn't right. want to leave me. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Sarah Manson, thank you so much. Appreciate you, the time Dave. and for being on the show and, and asking to be on the show. Oh, gosh. All right. Thank you so much You're for having me. You're quite welcome. And we'll be back to wrap up the Dave Holly Hour in just a moment. Ladies, when it's time to give your nails some love get that extra special treatment from quality nails on south minnesota avenue in sioux falls manicures and pedicures that look great and make you feel fantastic zaya and tony provide professional care for your hands and feet whether you just want the basics or an extra special look with added flair oh and guys it's okay to treat yourself too quality nails call for an appointment 605-334-1463 your time's up. Thanks again to the great guests today, Lisa Conlin and Raina Rasmussen and Sarah Manson. And of course, thank you for listening, downloading, as we make our way toward 15K, sharing and following on social media, and of course, those delicious cups of coffee. If you haven't so far, follow us on Facebook and Instagram. For all 191 episodes, go online at DaveHollyHour.com. As the Sioux Falls Arts Council says, together we art. As Arts South Dakota says, home is where the art is. As I say, put some art in your heart. Remember, my name is Dave Holly, and for me, every day is a holiday. The Dave Holly Hour has been brought to you by TJS Ceramics, Posh Boutique, The Sky in Tea, Excel Chiropractic, Quality Nails, 
Jesse Moffett Entertainment, and Sonny's Pizzeria. If you would like to contribute to the continued success of this podcast, simply buy Dave a cup of coffee. Go to DaveHollyHour.com and look for a coffee cup icon in the lower left. The Dave Holly Hour is produced in the Dipsy Doodle Studios by Big D Entertainment. Thanks for listening. 